Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me this week, as always, is Jeremy Bradetich. Hello. 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 I, uh, Jeremy, I was like, mm, that's a bit loud. What's going on with that? Oh, my volume's at 1,000%. 1,000%. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> it was so loud. That's... How did you get it that loud? What, what program was making it go that loud? Uh, my Wavelink program, which is where I control the volume. It turns out when I was eating before and watching something to hear over my own mouth noises, I turned up the volume and then I never turned it down. Yeah, right. Because your brand new microphone is slightly quieter, than, I think, than your other one. So I didn't notice it immediately. Yes, at least in the at least in the output, I haven't I haven't I haven't fully fiddled with it yet. But it's it's a it's a it's a different mic. It's a different kind of mic. Mm. Mm, sure. It's good. No, no longer. No longer Akashi's special. Oh no, the one I had was from JB. Sure. There are other ones that we've used that are exactly the same that are from Kashi's. No, they all ended up coming from JB in the end. Oh right, okay. I misunderstood. Yes. Uh, Jeremy, it's been a weird week. It's been a very weird week. I've done so much work this week, which isn't bad or wrong or whatever, but. It meant that, like, I didn't play much throughout the week. Mm. I, I, instead, I'm, I've become incredibly familiar with the newest music video release from the League of Legends <laughs> YouTube channel yep. for, for a piece of content I was making, which I never thought I would have done. And it was a complete, like, eye-opening experience. Like, oops. What are you doing? <laughs> I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> that would have been. Uh, I almost brought. Sorry, sorry to completely interrupt you and derail you. No, it's okay. I almost completely brought it to the stream of just the close-up of my face. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it turns out League of Legends have got this full like, like alternate media enterprise to. Mm. go alongside their extremely incredibly very popular game has it made you want um, to watch arcane at all yeah a little bit it has made me want to watch arcane a little bit so it's worked the pardon it's all it's worked well no the, i was talking to ollie about this on friday right i was saying to him i was like i'm going through this and i'm watching this and this was this was a star guardian release and what star guardian is is it's random league of legends characters put into an alternate universe IP very similar to uh, Sailor Moon. Right. So all of all of these characters, all of a sudden they're, they're classmates at a high school and they're also like Sailor Moon superheroes or Star Guardians. And like, that's all it was. It was just a two and a half minute music video about that. But I was saying Ollie is like, oh, you know, it was kind of emotional and the music's all right and I didn't get sick of it and like, Maybe I want to play League. And then I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to play League. I'm bad at League. <laughs> I say, you don't, you don't usually like that game. I'm terrible at MOBAs. The, the, the learning curve is so steep. I've never, I've never bothered, like, investing in the, like, Lara Croft mountain climbing picks to get up the first you mean, you mean, steep learning curve. You mean price. <laughs> I mean soap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so 
I, it's it's been a weird week that and like I was working on the As Dusk Falls video review yesterday and like that game looks better than I thought it did so I like the most impressions I've got this week are from things that I've I've looked at. Well, that uh, at least brings us in line. What do you mean? That's almost what I've done as well. On, only only consume via watch as opposed to consume via play. Mm, mm. There are some some games on on watches. Pardon? You said consume consume games via via watch. Yeah, and you know, like yeah, smart yeah, watches no, these yeah, days, they've yeah. got games on them. Yes, Kerry, start the podcast. <laughs> this is the minimap cast. This is going to be a bit of a weird one, uh, as with that preamble kind of suggests. We're looking at uh, a light week. And, you know, sometimes we say that, and then we say, oh, we think it might be a bit of a shorter week this week. Uh, and this then week we, we record a two-hour podcast. Pardon? This week we mean it. Yeah, we, 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 I think we mean it, and, but, like, we really, really mean it. You know, like, like, like Shrek and Donkey. Or is it Shrek and Fiona? I forget. Um, uh, but. <laughs> donkey, I think. I think it's Donkey. I think it, no, but it's what he says in the church to her at the end, right? I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then the, and then the, the thugs with the, like the, the, the headsman masks, they, they, they switch to the, ah, make ah sound card and <laughs> the audience goes, ah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I should rewatch that movie. That movie's good. Um, if you didn't know, this is the Minimap cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly podcast. We're going to talk about games as we do every week, as well as random stuff like Shrek. Uh, if you want to listen to this episode, any other episode, uh, every other episode of this episode, rather of this podcast and our other podcasts, you can go to minimap.com.au. You can go to any podcast service of your choice, wherever you like to get your podcasts. Uh, we're also on YouTube now with our video content, so you can find uh, the most recent episodes, the last 10 or so, on YouTube. Um, best way to find that right now is to go to uh, is to search Minimap AU, that specifically, because otherwise you'll get a bunch of Minecraft mods. Uh, or you can find the YouTube links through our website posts for each episode as well. Um, you'll find our other podcasts there. The things we've written about occasionally are up there as well. Uh, we're also on social media. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, uh, Instagram. Is that all of them? I think that's all of them. Uh, you could be here live in Twitch chat like we are right now to hang out with us while we record. Uh, and if you wanted to support us monetarily, you could also go to patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, that is an option there available to you if you wanted to do that for us. Um, otherwise, if you wanted to support us another way without spending your money, uh, a positive rating, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this now would be greatly appreciated. Uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. That was, that was a good one. Um, Jeremy. Kerry. All you have written here is souls. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I correct in assuming that you've both played Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne this week? Uh yes, uh certain uh, no. Um I <laughs> I have played Bloodborne. Uh I'm the only thing I really wanted to mention is that I I've now done uh, I have 3 trophies left in that game or two Ooh. or 3 trophies left. 
um, one of them being the platinum, so that one sort of doesn't count in terms of what you aim for. I have, Definitely doesn't count. Yeah. Um, one of them is to do the third ending that I haven't done yet. Um, and the, the final trophy is to do some Chalice Dungeon nonsense, which is just really extraordinarily difficult, as it turns out. Like, really, really hard. Like, oh yeah, like, we recommend your, like, Soul Level 100 for this stuff. And it's like, this is, like, that is actually, re- like, to beat the game, you need, like, maybe Soul Level 60. Um, oh, right. And, like, look, it's not hard what? to... <laughs> it's not hard to get there, but, like, it's, like, there's just really, really arbitrarily difficult things um, like, oh yeah, this entire dungeon, like, turns out it doesn't really matter what level you are, like, you'll probably get one shot nearly the entire way through. So, like, good luck. Um, Yikes. And it's, like, I'm not looking forward to getting through it. Um, but, what I've also been doing is reminiscing, I guess, uh, remembering, uh, and, and re, re, Refeeling the feelings that I had when I first went through these games. Um, how's that, Jeremy? How did you do? How how has this come about? Uh, by watching Let's Plays, as it turns out. Um, oh, just by watching. It turns out, uh, just like Outer Wilds, you can get the same level of enjoyment watching someone go through these games for the for the first time, because you can't have the aha moments again. You've, mm-hmm. you've done it. It's like trying to play Portal again after playing it for the first time. Yeah, like you might forget a puzzle here or there, or you might forget a boss, and, and that's all good and fine. But there's nothing like the first time you go through those those games, those yeah. experiences. The first time you open the elevator to Firelink, uh, to Firelink Shrine in Dark Souls 1. Mm, the, the first time um, you start to understand time loops in in outer wilds right Mm -hmm. so recently i've been watching rkg which is um three x ign uk employees i think i think that's where they they used to work Um, oh did they do the um ready to die series yes they did yeah so since then they they've they've split off they've got their own thing now where they like like a lot of people that used to work at IGN, they yeah. split off, started their own business, and continued doing exactly what they were doing previously. Um, under except, a slightly different name. Yeah, under under a different name and under a company that they own. Um, and yeah, so they have um, a show called Retry, which is just, they play through the Souls games. Um, they recently went through Demon's Souls. Remake? Um Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, yes, right. Um, and that was the first one of those that I finished. Um, and so it was good to go back and see them. And, like, they have a lot more experience in these games. Like, I think they finished Sekiro. They finished, I think, all of the Dark Souls games and definitely Bloodborne as well. This was mm. the one. But the whole shtick was that the person playing when they started hadn't played these before. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, so Rory's the one that plays the game. Um, uh, Krupa or Daniel is his name. Um, he's the one that knows everything, and Gav is there to like just talk shit, and is very funny and has a really great, great voice. Um, he reads all the item descriptions and stuff in like in his very good like he's got like a broadcast radio voice, and it's it oh, is I it like is that. excellent. That's fun, right? Um, I wish I had that. I know, right? And he's like he's got a very thick Welsh accent, so he's got a really good. Like, oh. pronounce- I know, like you, I'll, I'll send you. You, I'll you show can't you. compete. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you a clip later. Um, 
uh, he's the one that does all of the like, oh, like just put on the TV and saw Jurassic Park was playing. I'm not sure if like if if it's gonna work, but oh, I'll, that's like, him. it's him. That's him. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, so I watched, so they it, like they did an entire playthrough of Demon Souls, and I've been watching it week on week, but I finally subbed them on Patreon, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, because they, they have early access for the, the entire series, um, and I was like, okay, fuck it, like, I'm, I'm, I'm at home for a while, I'm just gonna watch, I'm gonna give them the, the 15 bucks, I'm just gonna watch the entire thing, and I, and I nearly, nice. I nearly did, um, I'm, I'm up to the final episode at the moment, um, but it's more like, I just think that these games, the reason I bring this up, I think these games are very interesting that you can get a very similar level of enjoyment by watching someone get through these games for the first time mm. than you can when you played it. Now, I understand the the, 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 the actual gameplay and the combat is, is a big aspect of that. It It is useful that I'm watching a show where um, Rory Powers has got a very good level of understanding of these games at this point after beating Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, Sekiro and Bloodborne. Um, you know, like the Demon Souls is not going to come around and just like completely like rattle him. Yeah, but there's still like a there's still every time you beat these games, you need to learn the one that you're playing because they are just a little bit different. Um, they're all very specific, and it's 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 fun to watch someone climb the mountain that you've already climbed mm. and go through a lot of the same motions. Um, which is why I want you to play Bloodborne. But it's also why I think that these games hold up so well because you can, like, I remember when you, like, you would message me every now and again while I was going through my first playthrough of Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, where are you up to? What are you doing? And stuff like that. And, like, you were, you were hoping that I would hit the same beats that, yeah. that, that, that I hit, sorry, that you hit, um, which, which did not happen because... Dark Souls 1 is in this weird area of being uh, like not easier, but at least like easier to counter. Um, like, and, yeah. and, and I mean that in both the literal and metaphorical sense. That like that there are easier ways to, to work that game. To, Once you understand it. Yeah, like playing Dark Souls, not, not as in like playing with a controller, but like playing that game um, mm. is, is a lot easier once you have a lot more... Um, Souls experience, I guess. Um, but Demon Souls is really weird because it's got a lot of really odd mechanics. The level design is very different. Mm. It there's a lot more of it, there's a lot more endurance you need in this game because it's just like a direct path to the next one. There are there are like there are shortcuts in and out of certain things, and there are windy roads and stuff. But for the most part, you're like gunning straight down the middle of each lane hmm. it's a uh you, you you said this to me the other day in terms of dark souls 2 but you said hmm. there was like a, it was like a train map i said it was like specifically melbourne's train map yes yeah, the city's melbourne's. in the middle and everything goes out yes um like a bike wheel dark souls 2 is even more that i think because it is it is yeah. literally just like it is one 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 two one three one four and then two one two I don't, two i don't the only shortcuts are like this thing you've this area you've been in for half an hour now you can get back to that first bonfire. Yes, yes. There is no shortcuts in between lanes because in like sorry, no, no definitely no shortcuts in between in between worlds, but even yeah. in between levels in each world there are no shortcuts because they need to you need to go forward and then wrap back into the middle of the boss and then it winds out again and then it goes back to into the middle for the boss. 
It's a mm-hmm. very interesting. Mm. It's a very interesting game like that. Um, and yeah, like I just I just think that that the, these games are very specific to watching someone go through the the same level of pain that you go through when when it, when there's a really tricky boss, when there's yeah. a complicated mechanic, but also the excitement of like wow, look at this area, wow, look at this boss, wow, look at this item that I found. There's a lot of... Um, you, you, can, you can live vicariously through people who have, who have not played these games before once you have. Mm. Um, and I just think that's, that, that's fun and, and, and an interesting thing because not many games... Well, like not 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 many games can do it, but like these games specifically lend themselves to that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I think I I find myself with that experience of if I try to watch someone play something again for the first time. I remember watching someone play. Um, you sent me a link one time of someone playing a mod of Outer Wilds in VR and they were just they were just getting there for the first time but they've been live for like two hours I think they were sorting out like getting chat on their wrist and 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 so they they were really only just at the start and because they were doing it in VR it was taking a little while longer yeah 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 and I was just like ah I'm out like I I didn't have the the stamina because and I remember thinking this at the start of Outer Wilds too not that I didn't have the stamina but that it is a slower start it is it takes a while to get hooked yeah um because you kind of got to pull on each thread to see how big the web is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Bit of a mixed metaphor, but you, you get what I mean. Um, and you, I can have that moment with the Souls game too. Like if I'm watching someone suck at the start, unless it's like an edited down, like here's the funny bits moment, like kind of thing. I, I think I really would struggle to stick with it. Yeah. Because like. It's just a lot of like I don't understand how to do this, and you're like, oh, just roll, <laughs> just do this, just <laughs> that sort of patience. Yes. Do you find any any issues with that, like like uh, going through their their teething problems as well? So so theirs is edited down a little bit. Um, the episodes are still quite long; they're about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, but at the end of the two hours, they will like beat a level. Um, they will always get to a boss, and so it's sort of there's there's like a natural conclusion to each mm, episode at least. An which, arc. Yes, which is really good, and it feels good as well as like um, uh, Daniel, the guy going through it. Like he's very like he knows this game front to back, so he is guiding him through the best way to do it. He's doing all of the world tenancy stuff, which is not something I've ever done. Um, he's going through like like showing him items, and then they're reading the description, and then like working through. Because that story, even more than like the Dark Souls, the the actual story is quite good, but it's like it is way harder to to find um, unless mm. you're really looking for it. But he knows where the story is, so you can he can sort of piece that thing together. That's he knows, cool. He knows where the NPCs are, so it was like a it was like a greatest hits version of that of that game. Um, as well as like you know, it, it at some point they ran out of healing and ran out of souls and they were like okay like we gotta like let's just take a 15 minute break 20 minute break and we're just gonna like farm a bunch of a bunch of um grass Mm. um and you know they didn't bother showing that yeah um but yeah it's it's it it was good because it was it was good to watch someone who understood the combat 
for the most part, had the prior knowledge of the series as well as went into this pretty completely fresh um, while also having a guide. So Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really valuable way to go through stuff like yes. that. Um, like when you were talking about like feeling a bit lost in Elden Ring, I was like, oh man, let me let me let me draft you some checkpoints. Things to aim for after this, after yeah. this, after this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. I, um, I'll, I'm going to circle back around to Outer Wilds because I did play it a bit this week, which was fun. Um, but my list of games this week is like the things I've been playing are like things that I spoke about playing last week and I've just played them only a little bit more. So um, Horizon and Jack 2... Uh, things that I've been playing. I've just got a couple of random like annoyances and anecdotes from each one that I thought might be fun to talk about. So yes, so this weekend I, I bought Horizon on disc because it was on sale on Amazon, um, like thirty three percent off, which is pretty good. Uh, it arrived. I finally put it in the console yesterday, and then <laughs> the men- this menu comes up, and and for context, I. I downloaded and was and played through the PlayStation Plus Premium or Deluxe trial. So I played five hours of the digital version of the game. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm playing this. I'm going to get the disc. We're going to play the rest of it. Put the disc in and a menu comes up that says, hi, would you like to delete the digital version of this game and play the physical one? You can only have one at a time. You'll keep your saves. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? And so I have to say yes, because I can't use the digital version because I bought the physical one. And um, it takes like an hour and a half. That was just so annoying. Just so annoying. I had to, it had to copy like a hundred gig off the disc and then do the update file. Ah, uh, I, yeah, I, I, it was, it was really sucky. And like, it just had me asking like, why isn't there, why don't they just have like a quick patch for this? That's like, all right, there's a file, the license registration check file. And we just patch that now so that it's the disc is looking for the disc now rather than the the code. And that's it. Like the end. Over. Yeah. Done with. Why isn't it that? <sighs> yeah. So everyone um, remember. It it kind of it's 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 just it just feels like the same mess that like that smart delivery solved. Yeah. And like this Yeah. This should be the same product. And just yeah. just give me the right version of it. Like, we were talking to a friend of the show, Byron, yesterday because they have a UK account where they played a lot of their games from when the PS4 came out, like Horizon Zero Dawn. And um, they just got a PS5. Horizon Zero Dawn is one of their favorite games. We're looking forward to playing Forbidden West. They wanted to go through Zero Dawn just to refresh on the story, get back Mm. into that world. You know, the, the PS5 patches look amazing. But their saves are on the UK account. Yes. And to get their cloud saves, it's actually a PlayStation Plus feature. So they need to pay for a month of PlayStation Plus. And to do that in Australia is actually quite difficult because Byron doesn't have any like UK credit cards anymore or UK address. So they have to, we were like, oh, can you, can you buy like credit on Amazon and then like redeem the code? And it turns out that didn't work for whatever reason. And it's... Crap like that. Whereas you look at Xbox's game codes and you can use any region. There's no there's no region locking on the cards. You just put it in. If you have the disc version, great. If you've got the download version, great. Like, I had the digital version of... Rather, I was used... I had the disc, the disc version of Guardians of the Galaxy, your disc version, Jeremy, on my Xbox Series X. 
Then they added it to Game Pass, and every time I loaded it up through the disc version, through the game, it still came up with the, oh, you've played a daily, uh, what was it, daily Game Pass quest, you know, yeah, hold yeah. to re- retrieve. It's like, oh, I'm playing a Game Pass game, because even although I'm using the disc version, it's on Game Pass, and I yep. have Game Pass, so I'm doing the Game Pass things. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it just sort of finds the right way to do it. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, that's, that's not a small amount of work to put no. through. Um, but once it works, it feels effortless. Whereas then when you do it on this, this weird roundabout, like I've got this disc, but it doesn't work on this thing. And it just, and like, mm-hmm. and like, look, to be honest, like I, I brought up a very, a very dumb example of this as well. Which was, I was like, oh, I feel like this happened to me not long ago. And it turns out it was like five or six years ago when I was trying to play Halo 5 on the fucking Xbox One. And my yep. disc is scratched. And I kept on being like, hey, like, I can't play. Th-. I went to Microsoft support for some reason. I was like, hey, like, for some reason, like, the game won't install. But it's like, I've got enough space. And, like, it registers that the disc is there. But it just won't let me, like, install the game onto my console. Like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe the disc is a bit buggered here. We'll give you a month of Game Pass. Download the game. And then you should be able to play it with the disc. Um, That's pretty sick. And it, it just worked. It, it, yeah. it just worked. Um, the, the, the easy, it just works thing has not been, perhaps not, not, not been a phrase that has been said around a lot of the new PlayStation features. I would tend to agree with that assessment, Jeremy. Which is just annoying. It's just, it's just frustrating. And don't get me wrong. I had the, I had a weird, dumb thing with, with my copy of the quarry, recently but that was at least very deliberately like a publisher decision yeah um for them not to engage with the smart delivery um upgrade process mm. um cuz 2k a little bit cheap like that um but like when it works it just kind of works and it's and it's so much more frequently than not that like mm-hmm. you kind of forget that there are instances where it might not work yeah yep. yeah so yeah, that that's just that's just the thing. Um, I was gonna play some more last night, but I had to install it for an hour and a half, and then it was like midnight. So I yeah, didn't. right. I just played more Jack Two. Jeremy, have you played all of Jack Two or Not played at all. through it before? I played okay. about an hour of Jack Two and went, "This sucks," and then turned it off. What about Jack Three? I played a bit more, a bit more of that one, but I didn't get very yeah. far. Jack 3 is far more enjoyable than Jack 2, in my opinion. Like, there's, like, three times as many guns, and there's way more things to do, and it looks way better, and... Yeah. But, I like, I, I felt that way back when I was younger, too. Like, I, I never really got through Jack 2, even though I bought the game. I, it never really stuck with me that well. Um, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a, a quiz question, Jeremy. And I, I thought up these answers... I thought up these questions yesterday. So let me just oh, think no. of... I've got... It's a multiple choice question, okay? Um, uh, let me just think. It was this one. This isn't going to work was, at all. It's this one, or it was... What was the third option? Okay, yeah, okay. I've got the answers. Okay. okay. So, Jack 2 yeah. is set in A. The future. Uh-huh. B. A city that's just really far away from where the first game took place. Uh-huh. Or C, it doesn't matter. No one no one cares. They never address it. San Andreas. 
San Andreas. Uh, <laughs> do you need the Do you need C, the answers again? I think. So you think it's C? No one, no one cares. It doesn't matter. They never address it. Well, because it's so it happens at the end of Jack One. The reason I know this is because it's the secret ending of Jack One. Is they go in that portal. Yeah, which is the start of Jack Two. Yeah, but I don't remember if that portal had a. It must have had a purpose in Jack One, but I don't remember what it was. I think it's just that that's where all the pre the precursor orbs and power cells go to. It's like, hey, if you get all this stuff, we can power up this thing. Yeah, but it was a thing that I feel like they made the portal. Yes. And I feel like there was a purpose for them making the portal, but I don't remember what it was. I'm going to say C. You're going to say C. It doesn't matter. that No one talks about it. They never bring it up. Yeah. Jeremy, the answer is A. It's the future. Oh. Which I had... No idea about. I mean, does it change anything? <laughs> Did it? What? Well, pardon? Does it change anything? Nah. Is Kira Just in a... that game? Yep. Okay. Yep, but she she turns up early, but she's like a figure behind a curtain, and it's clearly just her voice. But for some reason, Jack and Daxter don't recognize her, and like, I don't know why Kira doesn't recognize Daxter's voice because it's very recognizable. But whatever, they don't. And at some point, she'll be behind the curtain, and he's like, "Oh, it's you guys! What the hell?" Samos and Samos is there, but okay, Samos has amnesia at this point. But like at some point, he doesn't because he's normal by the time you get to the end of Jack uh, to, to get to the start of Jack Three. It's um, it's kind of all over the place. But I just yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, this is the future, and it just doesn't really matter that much to the game. Like I'm sitting there thinking about like, hey, this is open world, Naughty Dog game, which is like we, we were saying how they were dabbling with that. Um, in like Uncharted Lost Legacy, but it's like, oh no, they did this back when it was fresh. They did this 20 years ago. Um, but B, it's like, could you imagine a, a, like a twist like that in a, like for this, it's like they go through this one area you've been through once already, which is really dilapidated, like old concrete, swampy kind of mud water town. And then you've been through there once and then you go through there a second time and, it's, and the objective is just clear metalheads, kill the enemies. Um, I've got a fa- very then, funny. I've got a very very funny little little snippet from the Jack and Daxter wiki. Sure. Uh, when the rift gate is opened at the beginning of Jack Two, Metal Core says that the last rift gate has been opened, implying that there might be others. However, there have been no other references to other rift gates in the game so far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds cool though, doesn't it? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I um. What is it? Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, you get to the end of this mission and Jack walks to the to this thing and looks up and Dax is like, hang on, what's that? And Jack's like, that's that's Samos' hut. That's where like where they lived. That's where they grew up. And he's like, we're in the future, Dax. And then it's kind of the end of the cutscene and Dax just says his canned, like if you wait around for a couple of minutes trying to see where else to go, Dax says his canned, we should go back to the city, Jack. And like, that's it. Like you think that that, like, if if anyone made that game today, like, there'd be a bit more Anything. character introspection, development, some emotions, some, like... All it is is just a twist thrown in, and then you move on. It's so strange. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the reason I brought up Jack 2, though, is because... I did want to ask you that question. But also, um... Don't, don't you... Don't you... Don't you miss games, Jeremy... Where they thought oh, no. that 
really, really unforgiving checkpoints were a necessary part of game design? Uh, I do vaguely remember that in this. I think that this might have been one of the reasons that I stopped playing this game. Mm. It was because I was like, this is hard and also different and bad, and I think I just <laughs> turned it off. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, there are like stretches of levels that take like 10 minutes, and it's like, kill a bunch of enemies and go through there. The, their health drops are fairly sparse, and so it actually becomes like a bit of a gauntlet. If you start having trouble with an area... Your ammo doesn't refill when you respawn, so you, if you've used it all in, in a spot and then died, then you might be fucked and you have to use lesser gun ammo that you don't like as much. And it becomes about you making sure that you're not getting hit throughout the whole thing. It's almost like a Souls run at that point, but it's not presented that way. It's not as rewarding in that way. It's just kind of mm. like, don't fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you do, you did it wrong, try again. It's like, ah, oh, yikes, this sucks. And I think they get better at that in the third one. I think there's more progressive checkpoints at that point, but yeah. And then the last thing is just Outer Wilds. Um, I was playing. I was playing this because <laughs> earlier in the week, Jeremy, I watched a Digital Foundry video where they were talking about PS3 game releases, and they brought up the game Lair. <laughs> Which, for this those who don't know, is the weirdest. A... This is the weirdest segue. <laughs> this is the strangest way you could have decided to play Morata Wilds. No, you are the okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold claim here, Kerry. You are the only person in the world. Yeah, I'm gonna say this with complete confidence. I'm I'm gonna agree with you with that same amount of confidence. I think you were the only person that decided to load up Outer Wilds because you heard a song from the game Lair. <laughs> yeah, you weirdo. Certainly. So in this Digital Foundry video, they're talking about the pixels and they're talking about this and the that and and there's this song playing underneath um, John Linneman's voice. It's a great video. Um, and I'm like, oh, the, that melody sounds really familiar. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, what is that? Oh, that's the really haunting like chant that the that the race of people in the Outer Wilds DLC sing in the forest that really like creeps the shit out of me in that game. And and I went and I listened to it. And I'm like, you know what? It's really close. The Lair one is nowhere near as like ethereal and eerie, and it's slower. It's it's a it's it's sort of like a Lord of the Rings style soundtrack with like a like a very high pitched voice, sort of solemnly singing this this line. Um, but I showed I, I sent, I, the way I showed Jeremy earlier in the week was I like I was like, hey, listen to this, and sent him the Lair soundtrack, and then I said, listen to this, and sent him the Outer Wild soundtrack, and he was like, what the fuck, Gary? I but I showed it to Sam. I, I showed it to Sam as well, and they were like, look, yeah, no, it's there, and I realized it's because not only is it roughly the same melody, it's the exact same notes, it's in the same key that the person in the Lair video is singing the exact same notes in roughly the same order, in roughly the same progression as this same ethereal, eerie song from the Outer Wild soundtrack. I am not 100% sure that's true. <laughs> I am. I checked it. It sounds like, yeah, no, that's probably a good reason why you picked it. Look, you would you would know more than me about this stuff. We, we, we'll listen to it in the break. Anyone who's here in Twitch no, can help us I verify went, this. I went back, because I went back after, and I was like, <laughs> did I miss something here? And I was like, <laughs> I, I feel like usually, I feel like usually I have an okay ear when it comes to some of this stuff. I'm not, 
I'm by no means musically trained. I, I, if you play me a note, I wouldn't be able to tell what note it is for the most part. I might be able to get a guess. Me either. Like, I can guess a couple, but not really most. Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to uh, music recognition amongst various pieces of music, that, I, that I'm okay at it. Okay. Um, you could be like, oh, what's that beat? That's like sampled from this or oh this is clearly inspired by this uh, or no, it reminds I, me of that i mean in terms of like oh like i can hear like i can hear the different star wars themes inside of the other star wars themes and you know those are a bit more overt but like you can hear it um sure uh, whereas this I, I i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. i just think it's a bit of a reach <laughs> <laughs> jerry if it's a reach how come i made the connection underneath John Linneman's voice for a song that I haven't heard in 12 months I from a have, soundtrack I've literally never, ever heard. I have no idea. <laughs> you did it. I don't I know I how. I didn't even mean to. I'm like, what is that? And I like went back and then I le- went to the, the last soundtrack and I'm like, oh, I can't find it. And then I did find it. Oh, man. Um, but out of wilds, I... Uh, you know, that, that got me listening to the soundtrack while I was cooking dinner one time, and I was like, oh, shit, I should play more of that game, because I never finished the main game after beating the DLC. And so I went to finish some of the main game, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, I can't remember how to get to the quantum moon. I've done this, I've done that. You know, I went to the little mind map thing, which is just such a good resource in that game. But as I was exploring things that I hadn't done in that save, things I'd sort of glossed over because I thought I remembered it, um, but didn't get all the details that they allude to. Because every zone's got like a, oh, you should head to this area because it'll tell you more about this. Um, which was helpful. As I was doing that, I was trying to reconstruct the story. And I'm trying to remember the details of how each nugget of information in each location leads to the ending. And I'm like, oh, how does this work again? Because they did get this. They never got this way of finding the eye of the universe working. But they did with this way. But then it broke. And also they all died. So then how does how does this then mean that they get the data from that and they're like, oh, that gets stored because of the project in the in the planet, and that's this and that and so I'm I'm slowly starting to piece it together and, and just think about trying to remember all the parts of it through my brain rather than it being told to me. Um and it had me thinking about what happens to all of the different races, different groups of people, the different um sort of investigation methods that the Nomai go on to try and find their uh, find their own people and to try and um, uh, find the eye of the universe and all of that. Like, and it made me realize that what this game is about is tragedy. Mm. In so many different ways. I, I don't think there... In, there are no endings to this story except for the ending of the game that isn't tragic. Uh, yeah. All of all of the stories of individual characters, of what happens to civilizations, of what happens to... of why certain people are where they are, all of it ends in tragedy. And all of it ends in a way that you can't change or has happened a long time ago and is completely irreversible. And you're just discovering it. And it's a really interesting way... It's a really interesting type of story. It's a really interesting way to tell a story. Um, but it's also not sad because you, you're almost an archaeologist for half of this game, and because it's just it's just the way it is, it is tragic, but it's not 
shattering. Sometimes, sometimes it's pretty, it's pretty gets you. Even the DLC, like what happens with their characters and what it means for the actors. That have, <laughs> Jeremy's nodding his head furiously, audio listeners. He's just for the last thirty seconds, he's dizzy. But like the actions that the the characters from the DLC have taken and how mm-hmm. that informs what happens in the main story with that civilization, like yep. uh-huh. me trying to piece it together in my brain, uh-huh. sort of formed the context of it all together in a way that I I hadn't really engaged with before with this game. Mm. So I, I am glad I went back and I do plan on finishing it at some point. I um I think I said two years ago now it's a it's a game about grief and loss, but not in a sad way. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. There is one thing I've always been um shaky on the details of. And if you don't want out of wild's specific spoilers, then maybe go away for two or three minutes. But you know, there's there's a thing that kills all the nomai in in the galaxy. Yep. And it's something to do with the asteroid. Yep. Uh, the the comet, the interloper. Yes. When you when you get into you can go inside the comet and when you do you find an uh, an expedition team and they make a discovery about ghost matter, right? Which is that invisible to see crystal gas thing that kills you when you walk into it. It's very dangerous. Yeah. What is their discovery and how does that kill the nomai? I don't quite understand that. Like it's is it that the the comet explodes and sends out ghost matter across the universe? So do you remember? I, I do remember. Uh, the ghost matter is trapped inside the interloper. Oh, in like under like a really high amount of pressure, right? And as it yep. gets closer to the sun, uh, the pressure builds, and they happen to be there at the same time because it was coming around very closely. And so they're like, well, let's inv- investigate the interloper because it's coming around. And so that they, they sent like a little, a little team in mm. and they, they realized as it was going to wrap around the sun mm. that it was getting hotter and the pressure was expanding into the, until it exploded through the solar system. Right. And, and the trace amounts of ghost matter in the solar system now are after effects of that initial yes. detonation. Yeah, yeah. They um the, the, the ghost matter detonation, um the ghost matter eventually starts to deteriorate and, and dissipate. Yeah. But there's still there's still plenty of it around a bit, but it is disappearing. Hmm. But the and your your species is able to survive because they're, they're at that point they're they're still aquatic, aren't they? Your yes. your species. Yeah, they are underwater and, and ghost matter does not work underwater. Okay. Okay, thank thank you for filling in the gaps for me with that one. Because I, I got that impression, but it was a little vague because a lot of that story is told through, oh my God, we have to warn everybody. Like, something's going to go terribly wrong. And the, then... That story is more um, overt in the DLC. Really? Yes. I feel like I didn't pick up on that. It's... You met... Like this, at all. You met the stranger, right? I did. When 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 the stranger shows you the story, yeah, you show the stranger the story, yeah. That is when that, that is where that gets told. Oh, uh, that's part of that that little slideshow. I I did fit. I, okay, 
Okay, I did forget that. I think that's a good point. I think you you see them kind of turn into skeletons in that, don't you? And then and then yeah, your you, race you, kind of come you, up. You see them build up structures, and then the comet goes over. It explodes. They turn into um like skeletons, and mm. then and then you see the, the 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 your race jumping at like like going out of the water, then landing and stuff like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, that's that gets so good. Yeah. I um, I so when I was listening to that, there's a couple of things that happened recently regarding the DLC. How, I don't know how we've done it, Jeremy. It's bloody forty five minutes into the podcast, but um, there was something that happened recently. Uh, I was clearing out my three terabyte hard drive because it's fucked, it's corrupted, um, but in a way that Windows doesn't recognize, so it's just bad. Like I need it, I need to get rid of it. And so I was backing up footage, and I was seeing what was compromised and what wasn't most of it was fine which is great but i found some of my outer wilds echoes of the idlc streams or sometimes just recording sometimes i just recorded it um so something you know sam wanted to watch and i streamed some of it directly to you um and it reminded me of how much trouble i was having when i was playing those moments but i didn't have any trouble when i didn't know what i was going to be afraid of for a bit and so the first moment that I got caught by the creatures in the DLC um, was in that house where they're singing that song from Lair. Um, (laughs) uh, And I remember finding that moment and you you have to walk behind them into the hut and I've got my face cam on and I'm watching my face and I'm there with this face of like, just like horror, just concentration and horror. And you walk in and they're all sitting around the room and I don't know what's going to happen when they see me. And so I'm like, what's happening? And I turn around and one of them's coming at me and I'm like, <gasps> and so just like seeing my face is like, and I remember having to like shake that off for like five minutes afterwards. But man, I got so worked up with that game. I think I could handle it now because I know some of the, the, the secrets from from how that game works for how the how the different parts of the of that structure and the, the the places you go work so i could you know sort of defang some of the <laughs> some of the the nastiness but um yeah man i had such a visceral reaction to that uh but yeah what was the other thing i can't remember what the other thing was that's fine i think we can leave the, it there you're going through your hard drive yeah i said there were two things so i don't remember what the other thing was that's fine that's all right you listened to that vinyl recently? Uh, not recently, recently, but yeah, I have. Mm. I listen to the soundtrack often, like just at least once a month. Yeah, I was um, I was exploring the area on Brittle Hollow, immediately under the escape pod, where they've where where they've made that sort of those rickety platforms down into the uh, the subterranean area, mm-hmm. um, and they've made a, a small settlement before going on to build the black hole forge and the school and all of that. Um, and the music that played in that area is so serene and beautiful and sad. You know, this is, it's, it's when the Nomai have been separated and they don't know what's happened to the vessel. And there's a whole other escape pod that never made it out. And like, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. Yeah. So understated that it, and it perfectly just underpins the exact moments that it's there for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really has me wanting to go back and listen to the soundtrack as I as I'm as I'm playing. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Great game, everyone. It's on it's on 
everything. It's on Game Pass. It's on PlayStation Plus Extra. Like, play it. It's not even that expensive. It's on Switch. It's on PC. Just play it. Play that game. Yeah. Like, yep. the end. <laughs> we're going to go on a break now. I don't, I don't know how we did it. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, next generation game console names, hypothetically. We'll see you in a minute. I mean, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've been discussing what well, we went through the <laughs> the song uh, similarities between the Lair soundtrack and the Outer Wild soundtrack during the break. Sure did. <laughs> Turns out I'm right. Uh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm willing <laughs> to just say yes. I think in a in a in a reluctant. I think it's too far to. It's they are still too different. But I I can hear what you're hearing. Hmm. It just doesn't count for nothing. I, I appreciate that concession, Jeremy. Uh, let's talk about some game consoles that don't exist yet, huh? So yeah. I had the thought during the week, yesterday actually, maybe I want to say. Yeah, it was yesterday because I loaded up Jack 2 and you get that sweet zoom of the PlayStation 2 <laughs> logo splash yeah. effect, which is just oh so fantastic. Just nostalgic gold. Just just brilliant i loved it but i noticed it wasn't a ps2 logo wasn't a playstation studios logo that didn't exist it just said playstation 2 full full title and it got me thinking are they really going to call it the playstation 6 yeah they are i don't know that they are jeremy because ps6 is a terrible abbreviation PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5, it all works. It's got the, the different distinctions between the, the consonants and the, the numbers and the letters. Like They're all different enough that it, it, it flows. PS6, it's awful. PS6. So are you saying that they go the route of, of the uh, Marvel, for example, which is just the Sony PlayStation? Interesting. Because uh, that's one of mine. Maybe. That's that's a good one. I like that. What was your rationale behind that one? Uh, it's the rationale that I have for every everything that wants to re- remove n- numbers and names and stuff. It's that you want people to get in on this one without feeling like they, they are missing out. Right. And also, it um, it's less to Google. Mm-hmm. And it it feels like a it it's a platform at that point. It is not an iteration. Right. It is the one you get. Yeah, and I think that's what they do when they get to like a streaming box, where I don't I don't know, I don't know if that's the next generation, but the, when when it moves to streaming predominantly, I think that will be a more platform based thing. Um, yeah, the Sony PlayStation is a is a good call. Yeah, it's called thing that, Marvel's Spider Man, for example. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. The thing that's got me thinking about it is like, or thinking that they won't call it a PS Six, is like when the numbers get big enough, they the numbers do start to lose meaning, and like you see that with like Samsung Galaxy numbers where they went like seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty, twenty one, like. Mm-hmm. You gotta mix it up. It's like, well, this one's so much better. It's ten more than the last one, and like yeah, it's all uh, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but they're not going to make a PlayStation 10, you know? Like, that's too much, I feel. They're not going to make a PlayStation 14. Look, they might, but I think, I think, so, okay, so you want, you want to know my hottest of all takes? Um, uh, when, no, not really, Jeremy. <laughs> when it comes, when it comes to, to, when it comes to tech naming, I think that Apple hate the name iPhone at this point. Mm. Why is that? Because they have moved away from I, I, X, Y, Z, in every single one of their pieces of technology, in all their software, apart Even from the iPhone. Yep, I think. Ooh, that might that might be one of the only I ones. I think that's that are the left. only other one. Hey, I think that's the only other one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like it's it's iPhone, iPad, and iMac might be the only ones that are left. Their software isn't even called iOS anymore. It's called Apple OS, Mac OS. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it is still iOS. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it's iMac, iMac twenty four inch. Sure, that's the only thing in their computer lineup that is that has an i. Then but, iPad, iPhone, watch. Yes, yeah, AirPods. It's, it's, it's the Apple Watch, it's the AirPods, it's Apple Music, App- Apple TV Plus. There are no, there's no iTunes anymore. Um, there's no iPods. They they are now officially discontinued completely, hundred percent, as of a few months ago. That's funny. I wonder if they're moving away from it because like they want the word because Apple. It, it was so, it was so funny when they when they did make the iPhone and how everything that was meant to be smart. It was associated with being smart, started adopting I, whatever. There's so many things that still use I in front of their name, like small businesses and and little tech companies that have random things because that's, I mean, that's a good indicator that you are making a product in between 2008 and 2010. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's fascinating. And, fascinating and they're moving away from it. So I think in the next five years, we will see the launch of the Apple phone. Mm. And they will move right. away from iPhone. That'll be a sad day. Well, <laughs> nah, yeah, not really. Now that cares? I've said that, who cares? <laughs> um, I, I actually won't shed any tears about that. Yeah. And you know, when you look at the, I don't know when when you look at like a like a phone release, you know, they've gone to like iPhone thirteen. Yeah. Did they did they skip a number? They skipped, they skipped nine. nine. Yeah. And they went to X, and then they went to eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah, because but, they, because they skip nine and and Windows also skip nine. That's true, and that's because it's a it's a taboo number in some I, culture I, somewhere. I, I think I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that they both do it. Yeah, um, I think Samsung did it too. I don't think they had a Galaxy Nine. Yeah, I think they might have had an eight and a ten. That's that sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah. Um. But it's interesting because they iterate so frequently, right? Whereas composed to a composed opposed to a games console, like a PlayStation 13 is like 30 years away. It's probably like 40 or 50 years away on, within the current like cycle and where we are and how long these things usually take. Yeah. Like that's so far away. Um, so yeah, it kind of feels like at that point that that kind of thing is a bit trite. That like just just continually adding a number and adding a number and adding a number. It's like, oh, what's new with this one? I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, hmm. I think I think the thing is at, at this point that the game consoles are larger than the names that they are. So it, yes. doesn't, it doesn't matter as much. True. 
Um, I mean, Xbox has proved that. Yeah. With all of their names. Yeah. The only thing I could see them doing is if they do call it PlayStation 6, it's similar to how they started the PlayStation 3 generation, where it was the full name. Well, Spider-Man font. But the full name. Like, when you look at game cases from, like, 2008, it says PlayStation 3 along the whole spine. And then later on, they they shortened it, and it just says PS3 at the top. I could see them maybe just saying PlayStation 6. It's a whole thing. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, do you have any other PlayStation names, Gary? Uh, I've, got a, I've got a bunch of... They're the ones I've got the most of, PlayStation names. Okay. Um, for, for, like, whole step, in, while we're talking about PlayStation... Uh, I was thinking if they don't call it PlayStation 6, they're probably probably calling it something else because they're changing something better, right? Maybe it's going full streaming. In which case, I thought of a couple of different ones. We've got uh, PlayStation Next, which I don't mind, but I don't think they'd go to because it shortens to PSN, which they already have. They already have a PlayStation Network. Uh, didn't they change the name of it? I don't know. Didn't it get, at some point, it, it, it's not called PSN anymore, it's called Sony Interactive Entertainment Network or something? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a deep, deep memory that I'm, that I'm trying to dig out from like it, eight deep, years ago. Useless memory. Yeah, it is. It's really dumb and useless. And I remember the only change that it made was it changed the logo on the PS3 fucking cross-media bar. Yeah, that was from like Sony Entertainment to like Sony Interactive Entertainment or something, right? That was like an SIE thing. Yeah, yeah, but I want to say they changed. I'll have a look. Okay, so that was one of them, and then I'm like, no, let's. I don't think they want a PSN, and so then I thought a PSS, a PlayStation Send. I thought that'd be a. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. That's too easy. They definitely don't do that. I didn't think of that, but a PlayStation Send I thought is appropriately. Faffy. They like a lot of their their things. Like they just announced PlayStation Stars, which is their loyalty program, and they have PlayStation Plus, and they had PlayStation Now, like PlayStation Portable. Like they want they they want like quick bits at the end of their PlayStation name. So I'm thinking, like, what what's the one syllable thing here? It was, you got an it answer was for us, Jeremy? at some point it was called the Sony Entertainment Network, but I think they just slowly walked that back because it wasn't nearly as good. Entertainment Network, yeah. PlayStation Entertainment, or Sony Entertainment Network. Yeah, because it was called SEN for a bit, and then it was, yeah. I, th- I think they just w- they just slowly started, it was like when they went from Battle.net to the Blizzard launcher, and then they just walked yeah. it all the way back to Battle.net again, because it's a much better yeah. name. Uh, Tim in the chat has pointed out, uh, why wouldn't you name the PlayStation The Piss? The Nintendo Wii already exists, which is an excellent point. Um the other one I laughed at when I wrote it, which is what you were asking me about, Jeremy, is when I started talking about, oh, what's it like a digital, all digital PlayStation? I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe they're going to talk about like packet loss, the PlayStation packet. <laughs> what the fuck? The PlayStation ping. Jesus. <laughs> um, I thought that was funny. What the hell? Uh, PlayStation latency. <laughs> uh. Do you, have, do you have any for the half? Do you have any more for the next for the next step, or do you want to do the PlayStation half steps? Uh, we can do. We can move on to PlayStation half steps because I've I've got a couple of these. Yeah, I've got. All right, so they so do. For, so for context for the podcast, this is so we just did like what's going to happen for the the whole the the brand new whole new generation. 
But if they do similar to PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 4 Pro or Xbox One to Xbox One X, if they do a half step this generation, what are these names going to be? So maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Jim Ryan, he loves, yeah. he loves his games, Jim Ryan. Uh-huh. Uh, Definitely the thing he loves the most, yeah. except for money. He, he loves his games. He loves his RPGs. What's his favorite? Yep. What's his favorite RPG, Kerry? Uh, Jim Ryan's favorite RPG. What's his favorite oh RPG. My God. Uh, you're right, Wild Kerry. You're, no, you're right. It's it's it is Final Fantasy thirteen two, and sorry, he decides to call this oh, console God. the PlayStation Five two. Oh, the five two. <laughs> the five two. The PlayStation Five two. I've always hated that naming scheme. Yeah. When they yeah, did it for ten good. for Final Fantasy ten, and then they did it again for thirteen. Yeah, and then they did thirteen three as well. But but the, but then they, they put a... the they put the subtitle at the front for thirteen three, so it was even more even more confusing. But so PlayStation five two is a uh, that's a half step. That's a five pro. That's not a PlayStation six. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um. What a tactical disaster! Another tactical disaster. We have the PlayStation five plus. Oh, yep. That's one they definitely shouldn't do. Because it's like, oh, we got this, we got this other brand. We've got PlayStation Plus. Yeah, what if we call the PS5 Plus? Um, it is semi-consistent, but I think it becomes a bit confusing. I, I forgot to actually mention what I think is my best um, PlayStation name, which is not a, sorry, this is a, this is a full generational leap. I'm, 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 I'm stepping back a minute. You're jumping around a bit. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation 6 Axis. <laughs> they, they, they bring it back. Uh, the PlayStation Six Axis. Yeah, you got to move the whole console to get that gyroscopic console. aiming. Yeah, if yep, you yep. want to tilt left and right as Ratchet on a glider. No, no rumble though. <laughs> no rumble. No rumble. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they they came out with the Six Axis and then they came out with the DualShock Three. Well, because because the the Xbox, I want to say the. F- Maybe the first 360 controllers didn't have rumble. They might have. I, I feel like it was. It wasn't used much at the beginning. Rookie, rookie mistake. It's just. It's foundational. It's just so much better. It is. It is. I'm with you. Do you remember when you and I were working at EB? I don't know <laughs> if you were there at the time, but someone traded in. No, I, I was there because I. I had to. I had to tell you. <laughs> right. I, I. I was. I was the one that 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 helped that educated a little bit. I think you must have been there after the fact. I only found out it like was. a day or two after I did the trade. Yeah, I, I was there. I was there a little bit after. I was like, "Oh, why are these a refurb?" But someone came in to do the um the, the a trade, and they were trading in their PlayStation Three controller, and it was a six axis only controller. It wasn't a DualShock Three. Yeah. And the six axis it doesn't have all the rumble motors, so it's way lighter. And I'm looking it's at this really thing, and light. it's got the official Sony branding on it, and it says six axis, but not DualShock. And I'm like. I think this is a knockoff, man. I think this is like, and I'm and I'm holding it. I'm shaking it. I'm like, it feels like there's nothing in there. I don't think this is a real control. Like, I think this is a, a third party one. But like, like it looks really official. Like they've got like the the detail sticker on the back with all of the like uh, copyright. And I'm like, this is borderline like copyright infringement. This is weird. Um, and so I put it in for like repair. Um, as a third party controller. And then yeah, Jeremy saw it. Was like, no, no, this is what they came out with originally. Which is just so I've got asinine. One. I've got a I've got an almost launch PS3. Oh, does it does it 
as a back and pat? No, that's why it's not launch. It's almost launch, but it wasn't part of that initial. They went back on that so quickly. Yeah. They flipped it so quickly because they had to cut costs because the thing didn't sell because it was a thousand bucks at this rate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one final PlayStation name. Yeah. The V2. V I T W O. As in Vita. As in Vita. V2. V2. So for the mid step for the PlayStation 5, they're going to call it the PlayStation V2. This might not necessarily be a mid step. As in. The second PlayStation Vita, but it's also the second PlayStation 5. Yeah, it's the PlayStation 5 V2. Is that because it's the V in this instance is standing in for Roman numerals 5? Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) Even though when you spell it out, it's (laughs) V-I-T-W-O. It's a Vitwo. Vitu. Right, you got any more PlayStation? Jeremy, that's, that's dreadful. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got oh, three columns. Of- I've got like I've got mid steps, I've got whole generational leaps, and I've got like <laughs> other garbage. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> in the other column. Uh I've got a couple here. I've realized I've kind of reused one for my from my whole step in my mid step. But I got PlayStation 5 Pro. I think that's a that's an easy answer. It worked for yeah. them for the four. I can see them doing it again for five. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Fiverr, not like the um, not like the freelance brand, like but like a like a tenner, like yeah. a five dollar note. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or it's it's a PlayStation Five er, like it's even more five er than the last five. Oh, okay. There's <laughs> also the PlayStation Five ever. Ugh. <laughs> and then I said PlayStation Next before, but I've also written here PlayStation Five Next. Yeah, right. Uh, I think that's... I'm clearly stuck on it. Uh, now, Jeremy, for the other brands, I've got a lot of mid-step suggestions and next to no whole-step suggestions. And and it's hard because I think Xbox are sort of... They are doing mid-step and whole-step and whole step to next-gens, but, like, they are... They're blurring the line more because they want you to play mm-hmm. it on anyone that you've got. So they're... they're yeah, they they're, want you to play it on Chrome. Yeah. Um. So I've got... I think the next whole step so so like I've, for this one I have, t- I have two columns i have what it will probably be called whether it's a mid-step or a whole step i don't really know but the names could go either and i've got what if they change everything completely and this is for xbox yes yeah i've got what i genuinely think it'll probably just be called is here we have the xbox x and we have the xbox s no one xbox x xbox s yeah there's no one there's no series it's just this is the Xbox X. And this is the Xbox S. This Can is. I ask Jeremy, is that a is that because they're not coming out with another Xbox console after this, or maybe I think it's I think I think the the priorities of this console will be quite different to the the priorities of the current console. Mm. Um, it's a it's a it's a different thing at that point, right? Um. I have the Xbox Pass. The Xbox Pass. That would fit in really well with Xbox's habit of naming things really similarly to how their other things that are successful and well-known are named. Yes. Um, and I, I think I, that could I be their... I don't know if they stri- want to go near their Game Pass marketing, though. I think but, they know it's their best thing. I don't think they want to pollute it. But that might be their... Um, 
that might be the streaming stick, right? That might be the 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 streaming xCloud solution. The Xbox ticket. I think you, you've said this before. Have I? I think so. That's a good one. The Xbox ticket for your Xbox Game Pass? Yeah. Xbox Mikey. Um, <laughs> and finally, I have another one here, but this doesn't work for a console. This works for if they introduce an additional tier for their streaming systems or their, their Game Pass thing. I think that's fair enough. Go on. Which is to call it Game Pass Elite and Game Pass Arcade. Right. What is the difference between them? It's a it's a Nintendo and 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 Sony both have tiers in their in their Game Pass thing. So why don't Microsoft? Right. I could it's see a, that being if you the, want new the, when the they premier... finally start coming out with new games. Starfield comes out, everyone loves it. Avowed comes out, everyone loves it. It's part like, of the hey, Xbox. If you want new games day and date, you have to get Game, game Pass, Pass Elite. Elite. And could... at that point, when they do that, they get rid of games with gold, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So they can get rid of Game Pass Ultimate. Yes. Well, I mean, Game Pass Ultimate is is the is the crossplay one as well. So you want to keep Game Pass Ultimate I, I, and I don't know. Arcade? I, I, I don't and have so, I don't have solutions. Okay, I, I'm giving you more. Options. I'm an ideas man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I came up with a couple just then while we were talking. When I was talking about the uh, the Xbox ticket, I thought the Xbox for your Game Pass for your Xbox Game Pass, you could put it on the Xbox ticket inspector. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, you, you've also got the Xbox stick. Yeah, that, yeah, that is. I think it's an think. Xbox stick. Yeah, I think that. I think that is like. It sounds simple. Stick and box. I, I think. Yeah, and I think that might convey how simple they want it to be for streaming, like their, whatever yeah. their streaming device is for TVs. The Xbox stick or. Um, Xbox Cast, the the Game Pass, yeah, the Game Pass Cast. That's a Ga- good one. Xbox Game, Game Pass Cast. With what? The Game Cast. That's not bad. It it sounds a little bit like Dreamcast. Yeah, which I don't like. Yeah. Um, but then what I thought of, if they come up with another series like name, if they come up with another Xbox whatever, like three sixty seven twenty one series, you know, new iteration. The Xbox Charge might not be bad. Charge? It sounds like you you co- it, it costs you money. The Xbox <laughs> no, like, Fee. No, like electricity, like like surge. The Xbox you know? Bill. <laughs> Xbox B Pay. The Xbox Direct Debit. <laughs> the Xbox Afterpay. Uh, all right. Four easy to, installments. To to work off of that, I I had I had another another little one, which is like maybe like. The Xbox Future or like the Xbox, like I don't know the the Xbox Bolt or something, right? Like they want it to be snappy, they want it to be immediate. The mm. Xbox Now, they could honestly just call it. Yeah, um, yeah, they could do that. Um, <laughs> Xbox Lightning. Uh, yeah. uh, Xbox Thunder. He's <laughs> getting silly. My, my final uh, Xbox one here is is called the the Next Box. Next Box, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a favorite name for like publications to use when they're talking yes. about next gen stuff. Before yeah. we get like the code name, before we get the Scarlet and the Scorpio titles. Scarlet and um, Scorpio are such cool names. Yeah, which one was Scarlet? Scarlet was the Series S, wasn't it? 
Uh... Because they announced what the Series X was going to be ages before. Yeah, the because yeah, because Scorpio was was the Series X. Yeah. What was what was the One X? Was that Scarlet? No, no, that was Scorpio. Oh. No, so that was Scorpio. Because remember when they announced the One X? Sorry, you said Series X, and I didn't realize you didn't say One X because their their naming system sucks. Mm. Um, when they announced uh scorpio they came out with a project scorpio model you remember that, that and it had like a, right. a scorpion on the motherboard that you couldn't see and yeah it, it had the word like project scorpio on the front yeah something like that and it, it was on the controller as well and i think inside of it was like a like a printed signature from from phil or something no it was a scorpion no no no. sorry on the inside of the the battery case on the controller i think there oh, was a, right. that was a little thing Phil, the Scorpion Spencer. Yeah. Uh, Tim says Xbox Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah. Which is hinting at one of my future answers, actually. Um, I've got a few mid-step uh, answers for Xbox that I haven't gone through. Um, go for it. I've got. <laughs> I just love the idea that they've got this series name and they've already given us X and X. X sorry, X and S, which I think are kind of the best letters, and they say what they want really well. And I hope they don't move away from those. Because while they sound similar, I think they just—I think they display really well. I think they—they they convey their meaning really well. Um, but I just love the idea of them using more letters. <laughs> the Xbox F, <laughs> the Xbox Series I, <laughs> the Xbox Series W. <laughs> G and T are funny letters to put, like the Xbox, the Xbox T. Series T. <laughs> Just like really off ones, the Xbox Series D. Like, what yeah. is that? Why pick that one? I don't yeah. know. The, X- um, the Xbox One W. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stands for winner. Yeah. Uh, and then if they do come out soon with like a uh, like a streaming thing, it could be the Xbox Cloud Series. Yeah. It's not yeah, great, I, I, but I can, it keeps it more Xbox branded, and it keeps it. I, I know what that semi related to the series branding. Yeah, I can, I can, I can read that and then piece together what that is. Mm. So they probably won't do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they, they might. They might just do like the Xbox Cloud S, Cloud X, Xbox Cloud. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they, they probably won't return to the X Cloud name because that was always like a working title, and they've moved away from it. Yeah, now it's um, uh, just game streaming. Yeah, Xbox game stream. Yeah, which is very boring. Uh, but also, it's just—it's only a feature. It's a feature of other things. Like you don't—you don't buy game streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we move on to Nintendo? Let's do it. I'm gonna uh, say I'm gonna say the one I say every time. What I wish yes, it is. Yes, please do. I think I've already written it down because I like it so much. Super Nintendo Switch. Such a good name. Is this a half or a whole step, Jeremy? Uh, Who the hell knows? No, it's a half step because it's still a Switch. Still a Switch. So this is a Nintendo Switch Pro. Yeah. Which I definitely think they're never going to call it that. They're not going to call it that. The the leaked name is like the Nintendo Switch. I think it's called the new Nintendo Switch is what it's called. Right. Okay. Or, yeah, because it's not even Pro. I think it's just called the new Nintendo Switch, which is like, ugh, shit name. I hate name, yeah. I hate the word new at the front of it. I think that's an awful For that to be a part of a product name, yeah, it's, it's really terrible annoying. because it's a descriptor. Because people will be like, Oh, I want to get the new Nintendo Switch. What is that again? It's like, oh, it's what it's called. And yeah. then when it's old, 
you have to be like, oh, sorry, this only runs on the new Nintendo Switch. That's part of the name of the console because there's like just 3DS and then there's new 3DS. And it's just bloody. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss working retail for those reasons where I actually just can't explain anything clearly to my customers because the companies have made ass backwards decisions. Yeah. Um, what do you got? I've just got written here Nintendo Switch. Why did I write that? I don't know. Did That's you put any others? What it's called already. Delete that. And then I wrote, uh, yeah, Super Nintendo Switch. I think that's a fantastic name. When you came up with that, I thought that, w- that was fantastic. Um, I could see them, I could easily see them doing new Nintendo Switch because that's what they did with the 3DS, but they've never really done what they've done before. Before, So who knows? Um, like, there was never a 3DS U. There was never a a new a new a, a new Nintendo Wii like yeah. they haven't re reused their half step naming conventions for there was never a, a DSSP there was never a a 3DSi no you know it they was didn't, only, yeah all of those things they used to modify their their consoles are brand new every time i don't think we'll see another Nintendo Lite console like the Switch Lite ever well, we, again but we did for the DS that was the only time DS Lite. Oh, I did forget about that. There were so many different versions of the DS. <laughs> um, but what I do have here is Nintendo Switch Hub. And my reasoning for that is because I can see them not coming out with a particularly stronger handheld system, but maybe something that's a bit more of an intense dock that empowers older Switch systems to run better. And also means they don't have to make any better silicon and maybe can make them like get more things out of production because the reason that we don't have a, a switch pro yet is because of production issues they've, they've frozen it it's just a it's just a power brick <laughs> it's actually just a cable with a brick in the middle that you can plug into your existing dog and it just gives it more watts <laughs> <laughs> it turns off the screen but if you override that the screen's just twice as bright <laughs> Yeah, if you like solder on your own USB C connection, yeah, yeah. your Nintendo Switch turns into like studio lighting. <laughs> yeah, it's a key light. <laughs> um Yeah, look, I could see something like that. Um I think they'd call it something a bit more a bit more pedestrian, like the Nintendo Switch Home. Home, um, yeah. Or the <laughs> Nintendo Switch House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got the hiccup, sorry. Um it's yeah, I don't know. House is good. Yeah, uh, I've got one here. This is clearly not a not a serious one. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo cease and desist. <laughs> uh huh. Just so it's clear. Yeah, it's um, it's they're preempting uh, anybody that that tries to play their games not how they want you to play them. <laughs> um. But it, it also doubles as that if you own any of their games on the previous console, um, you still get a letter. <laughs> um, so what if you if you you can only buy the Nintendo Switch Cease and Desist if you like if you register all of your previous Nintendo consoles, you know, if, including if you- like serial numbers, and so then they can monitor that usage and under your like Nintendo account. And if you if those two things match, they're like, no. If you buy you the cease and desist, when you buy the Nintendo Switch uh, cease and desist, sorry, the Super Nintendo cease and desist, um, it comes with a gun 
Like a light gun or a or a no, Glock? No, like a like a Magnum. Oh, holy fuck! And and it makes you destroy your old versions of of those games in front of it before it will work. And if it doesn't, it calls the cops. Oh my god! It's good. It's That's a threat. horrendous. It's more than a threat. It's a promise. Called the Nintendo Police. They're here to enforce your new uh, your new entertainment. Tim uh, says Nintendo copy strike. Copyright Strike Plus. I think that's a, a, a good riff. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, you got, you, got, you got some? Go for it. I, I've got a bad... The, I, I could only come up with one bad answer for the whole step for like what comes after the Switch. Mm-hmm. I, I just wrote Nintendo Don't. Nintendo Don't? No, not that. Nintendo Don't. Okay. I don't know why. I just okay. couldn't come up with anything better. Because <laughs> right. they go so strange with it. I don't know what they're going to do next. Have you got anything for their whole steps? I've got one more like switch mid step one, but uh, I've got I've got mm, I don't know because I've got weird ones now. Right, um, okay. I've got if they made a more powerful switch, they might want to push in a little bit and call it the switch deck. Oh, the switch deck! I like that. I don't think they would, but I like it. Um, the final one I've got, which actually I quite like this name, but I don't know what for. Maybe maybe, okay. maybe it's a whole step, I, but I do quite like this name. It's called the Joy Console. Oh, Nintendo Joy Console. Yeah, because they've got the Joy-Con, just the the, yeah. the Joy Controller. Yeah. Um. But the the Joy Console. Does the Joy Console come with stick drift? Uh, no. Weirdly enough, it is not Joy Con compatible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> they so did make the Wii U compatible with Wii controllers. Yeah, I know. Okay, and they, you know, they made the Wii compatible with um, the GameCube controllers. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, their backwards compatibility has has been historically quite good. Yeah, uh, yeah. For a company that likes to sell you the same game over and over again, they they allow you to at least play the the ones you bought last time. Yeah, in terms of like Game Boy games in new Game Boys and GameCube discs in Wii, Wii yep. and Wii U. It's kind of it though, actually. And Game Boy games in DS. And DS games in 3DS. Their portable backwards compatibility is good. It was always one generation backwards. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was just thinking like they didn't do it for GameCube and prior. Like you couldn't play an N64 game on a GameCube. No, it was too different. Or anything before that. The cartridges are all, always different. Um, one final answer I've got, and like it needs a little workshopping, and I think there's the there's a right one for this. There's a right answer that I don't quite have yet, but it's a Nintendo Crystal Switch for their Pro model. Okay. So, but like I'm saying, Crystal as in like it could be a different gem. It could be a Nintendo Diamond Switch, a Nintendo Emerald Switch. You know what I mean? Like something not Emerald. Inten- yeah, no, I know. It's probably not going to be anything they've named a Pokemon game after. Oh, I just mean as in, like, they don't do the middle ones anymore. They only do the... Uh, <laughs> they, they do the first two, but they don't do the third Pokemon games anymore. <laughs> uh, but, like, maybe, like, Nintendo Opal Switch. You know what I mean? Like, something like that. It's like a modifier. It's not a pro. It's not a next. It's not a new. Right, it's, okay. a, it's just a bit shinier in the name. Were you and then, a... like the, the the UI's got like angles on it, you know. It's got like lines through the 
they they come with themes for the for the Nintendo. Uh, well, because well, they're not making them for the they're not making them for the Switch. They got to make them for their other thing. Yeah, there's um, not enough uh, bandwidth hard, hardware bandwidth on the regular Switch. Were you a Game Boy kid, Karen? <laughs> I was a Game Boy Color kid. No. Uh, sort of when it was a bit late. Uh, like I got mine when I was 2001. Um, so I think Game Boy Advance was already out. Mm. Um, but were so you- there, a lot of the games were out. I didn't have an exhaustive collection of Game Boy games. Um, and what games I did get were usually hand-me-downs from people who'd had Game Boys for the last 10 years. You know, like Super Mario Land and Toy Story and stuff like that. Um, but somewhat, yes. And then yeah. I didn't get a new Game Boy... I didn't get anything I could play Game Boy Advance games till the DS. Yeah, right. Because I was thinking, if, if, if they go the route that they've been doing, which is like, let's kind of repackage a lot of our old stuff, not really change it, charge you again. Yep. Maybe they might want to send you a Nintendo game, bitch. Which is, you'll buy it anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's the beginning and the end of that thought. <laughs> Nintendo game sucker. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got two more. Nintendo money sucker. <laughs> I've got two more. Do you have any more for Nintendo? Because these last two are not for Nintendo that I've got. I'm out. I'm I'm done for the episode. All right. Imagine. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. We've got the the envelope. It's it's a Nintendo Direct, but it's not a Nintendo Direct because we're not doing Nintendo. But it's like it's the it's the same thing of like the 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 letter gets handed. The another challenger is entering the battle. Okay. Sega's back. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> they made enough money from their Sonic movies that they're back making consoles. Uh-huh. Look at the Sega Dream Machine, baby. Sega Dream Machine! The Dream Machine. The, the SDM. All of their games are now exclusive to the Dream Machine. They rip them off all the other platforms. No more Sonic. No more Yakuza. Man. No more Judgment. Nah. No all- more Persona. Uh, Yakuza Final Judgment now exclusive to the Sega Dream Machine. Is that it? Did I list all of their pertinent things at once? No more Catherine. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a couple more. What um, else do they own? They own a couple of fighting games, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think I think they own Virtual Fighter. Um, Dream Dream Machine yes. or yep. or Carrie. We go back to some of their roots. You know the you know the, the some of their other consoles. Mm-hmm. What if, what if they tied in a little bit Jupiter. with one of the with one of their most famous characters from the Sonic, the Hedgehog franchise? Yeah. The Sega Big Cat, or <laughs> the Sega Big the Cat. What about the Sega the Cat? The Sega the Cat. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we go back to some of their other roots. You know, we've got we've had uh-huh. the Sega we, we've had the Sega Saturn. Uh huh. What if we've got the Sega Uranus? Uranus, <laughs> or or you know the Sega Jupiter, the Sega the Sega Mars, Sega Pluto. I actually quite like them calling their consoles after a planet. I think that was kind of neat. The Sega Saturn yeah. is a really cool name for a console. That's the one that failed in the end, isn't it? 
One, it's one of the many. Um, uh, Dreamcast was the one I was thinking of. Dreamcast the Dreamcast was the last one. Um, oh, they're going to stay far away from any name with the Dream in it. Oh, but I, I love that name. I think that's a really awesome name for a console, the Dreamcast. Yeah? I think that's just like, that, that evokes something. I don't know what, but it evokes something. Dreaming, I think. Yeah, but it's like, it's the, it's, it's a, it's the, it's the place to play the games of your dream. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Jeremy, they are responsible for the Total War and Warhammer franchises. Yep, yep. Those are, those are big ones. They Football own, Manager, I was Company say, of Heroes. Do they own um, Pro Evolution Soccer or what is now called eFootball? No, no, no. That's Konami. It's Konami, right. Uh, they also own the Hatsune Miku uh games they they're responsible for those i thought you meant hatsune miku was a property and i was like surely not no 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 they, they've got the game rights i think right, right football manager virtual fighter and then a bunch of stuff i don't recognize right cool yeah they are uh, so according to this website vgsales.fandom.com slash wiki uh, trusted so take this with a with a grain of salt. Oh, they do have they do have uh, resources. They do have citations. Uh, Sonic has sold uh, software sales roughly three hundred sixty million copies across the franchise. Bloody hell! And then their next popular franchise is Puyo Puyo, <laughs> coming in at twenty five million. Bloody coming hell! Coming in at like six percent of Sonic's total sales. Uh. So yeah, that's a that's a funny one. I don't think they're gonna come back, Jeremy. <laughs> like what? <that>. No. <laughs> what do you mean? I just I can't see it. Um, just like I can't see Atari or ColecoVision actually coming back. I know ColecoVision is trying. Oh, but, there's that. There's that. There's that scam. There's that Coleco scam that still exists. Yeah, the ColecoVision. Apparently, they're still working on it. Oh, I I wish I could just. I want to know what is happening there so badly. It is such a yep. rot that whole thing. Yep. You've seen the the the. It was like a trailer or something, wasn't it? They came uh, like be- a- before that, there was like a box, and inside of it had like some old video card that was strapped to something, and people looked at it and oh, like they they ID'd right. it, and they were like, "Yeah, this is uh, a scam," and they were like, "Yeah, this is only proof of concept and stuff like that." They're like, "Then why did you pretend that it was not?" And there was yep, this, yep, yep. there's so many. There are so many red flags. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why someone would go so hard yeah. on, like, why, 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 they, why they would really reinvest in such a niche system from so long ago that didn't continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's such a weird choice to try and uh, reanimate that zombie. It is very weird, and they they. It is also not popular enough to work. Yes. Uh, it's so strange, and but, they're taking but I think so the, long with it too. They're taking so long I, to make it. I think the thing is that they are the Coleco is the perfect size, actually, where they can they got the naming rights legitimately mm. to try and play on nostalgia. But if it was any mm. bigger, the company would be like, "Absolutely, the fuck not! What are you doing to our brand?" Yeah, but they are the right amount of small and niche that that it works. Just well, that it might work because you wouldn't be able to do it to Atari because they're still too big. Yes, that's what true. else? Like, what else would you be able to do it to? Like the fucking like those those ones, 
Do it to the to the engage. Yeah, the the, the engage. Was that a Nokia yeah, front? Yeah, Nokia is 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 engage. The end for in in engage is Nokia. First result on Google, like suggested result, is engage emulator. They call it a smartphone on Wikipedia. The engage is a smartphone. It is. It is a phone. It's not a smartphone. No, it's a smartphone. I don't know, man. It came out in two thousand and two. Yeah, it um, I didn't have an N-Gage, but my Nokia phone was N-Gage compatible. Oh, right. So I got to play, the I got N-Gage, to download all the games, play them. The N-Gage is a smartphone combining features of a mobile phone and a handheld game system developed by Nokia, announced on 4th of November, blah, 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 blah. Attempted to lure game, gamers away from the Game Boy Advance by including telephone functionality. This was unsuccessful, <laughs> partly because the buttons designed for a telephone were not well suited for gaming. Yeah, it's just got like a number pad on the side. Yeah. The original Engage was described as resembling a taco, <laughs> which led to its mocking nickname, Taco Phone. That's so funny. It does. It's like taco flat on the bottom, phone. and then on the top, it's got that sort of crescent shape. That's like a high school bully, like like level insult. Yeah, yeah. The taco it's like how phone. um, my my like. My like online like account name for, on like Steam and PlayStation is like Scotch Scotch Twenty Four, and I was playing with someone, and this wasn't mean, but someone was like, "Oh, give me a Scotch tape." <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, that's a that's a good riff. That's good. <laughs> they came out with the Engage QD. Uh, it was released two thousand and four. Revised the original Engage's physical design, being smaller and rounder. It corrected the flaw of the original's cartridge slot placement with a more convenient one. Uh, this design was also moved the earpiece, uh, retailed at a lower price, aided by the fact that it was usually sold with service contracts and a- applicable subsidies. Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, there was there was there was too many cooks in that kitchen. Yeah, I um I played one of these, like a in like a demo kiosk at an EB when I was way younger. I played like Tomb Raider for ten minutes. And I was like, this sucks. But I think part of that is because I don't think those first Tomb Raider games play well. <laughs> uh, that's it. We're out. We're done. We're done. Topic over. Hour 33 minutes, Jeremy. We said it was going to be a quick one. We believed it at the time. And it's just a normal one. <laughs> it's just a one. You did it. It's just another one of them. Uh... <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh thanks so much for being here everyone. Thanks for hanging out in chat those of you that made it. Uh we're going to get ready to go now. Uh if you want to listen to more episodes of this podcast, you can go to minimap.com.au where you can find this episode or previous episodes of this podcast and our other podcasts as well as our written articles. Uh you can find The Pecking Order as the name of our other podcast, which is our pop culture kissability ranking podcast. Um what else can you do over there? You can find our mini disc game club specials. Those are pretty fun. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can find us on all of the social media platforms. Uh, well, all the ones I'm about to list, at least. That's Twitch. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's TikTok. With all of those, uh, the name is Minimap AU. Uh, you can find all of us there. You can give us a follow or a or a. Most of them are just follows. Actually, you give us a follow on all of those. Um, you can also find us on Patreon if you wanted to su- uh, if you wanted to support us monetarily. That's uh, patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, 
<laughs> Tim's Tim's mum has said good luck to, good luck with the podcast. Thank you, Tim's mum. I appreciate that a lot. We have a fun uh, amount of motherly input in our podcasts. I do need luck with the intros and outros frequently each week, so I do actually genuinely appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, patreon.com slash minimapau if you wanted to support us monetarily. Um, or if you wanted to support us another way without uh, spending your money, a positive rating on whatever podcast service you get, this podcast would be great. So whether that's Spotify or or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, is that one of them? Yeah, Stitcher's or, one. We're on Stitcher. Yeah, or if, if you find it on YouTube, then a thumb up on there. Where Whatever kind of positive rating system is available on that service that you have found us on, if you could give us a positive rating, we'd really appreciate it. Um, we're on Twitter individually. Uh, Jeremy is there. Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. Kerry is there. At KJ Palmer underscore 24. I wouldn't and, have got uh, it. <laughs> pardon? Wouldn't have got it. <laughs> um, I would have said a Scotch and- something. Oh, no. Um, And I think that's about it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. And until then, stay safe. Have a good one. See you later.